going on, family? Happy Monday. I hope you guys are doing well. Yeah, we did something a little different for you. Listen, there's so much to talk about with the Royal Rumble that we have made this a two-part episode. I hope you checked out part one, which gave analysis of the first half of the Royal Rumble pay-per-view premium live event card. I hope you enjoyed that. If you haven't, go back and check it out. It was a lot of fun. Now it's time to dig into the second half of what happened at the Royal Rumble premium live event. I do want to kick it off by talking about something that happened in the first half that I didn't mention, and that's the return of Pat McAfee. McAfee seems to be back called all the action the entire show it was amazing i love the dynamic between him and michael cole it's very clear that they have great on and off screen chemistry seeing them work with Corey graves man there were so many great things that were said so shout out to them for doing an amazing job on commentary what's going to happen now in the world of smackdown and raw will we see any shifts with commentators will smackdown move to a three-man team will wade barrett be move to raw was this a one-off there for pat mcafee is he fully back obviously we'll see what happens with all of that with that said let's get into the second half of royal rumble 2023 it's the 36th edition of the royal rumble it happened this past weekend and we're having a blast really talking about it in depth and i appreciate you guys rocking with us in this great conversation now then we move to the women's Royal Rumble match. This is actually the sixth women's Royal Rumble match in history. And I will say there was likely more intrigue to the women's Royal Rumble match than the men's Royal Rumble match. For one, there were front runners certainly on the men and the women's side. I did chronicle some of those in that reel. If you get a chance to go check out those reels, do that and see how well they've aged, okay? So on the women's side, Rhea Ripley being the potential front runner certainly made sense, but there were equal cases for a number of other scenarios to potentially work themselves out. How will this Royal Rumble play out? Who would show up? for this Royal Rumble because I think in the back of a lot of people's minds we were hoping to see a certain person who has felt glow over time show up at this Royal Rumble match who would actually win because there really was a case for multiple people to win etc etc so this thing starts off with real Ripley at number one and Liv Morgan at number two now this makes sense for a few reasons for one Liv Morgan actually requested to be number one and then Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan at one time were a tag team fighting for the women's tag team championships now this was interesting because Rhea previously suffered a spear from Beth Phoenix so that would create injury and make things a little more difficult for her if she was going to win this thing going coast to coast all right let's talk about some of the highlights from here because again there were a lot of major moments happening here at this women's royal rumble match for one it didn't take long for us to see the presence of nxt as the nxt women's champion roxanne perez was entered into this royal rumble match and it now makes you wonder and i don't know that anybody was really talking about this would we have seen mandy rose in the Royal Rumble women's match. That would have been very interesting if she was still with the company. But again, things change, etc., etc., etc. So there's that. 
From there, she was not the only entrant from NXT. We would have Zoe Stark. We'd also have Indy Hartwell. I felt like those were three great entrants from the NXT women's division. One other thing that I thought was very interesting is this, the lack of legends in this Rumble. Now, there are some that have actually complained about this because there were those making the explanation that the reason why there was little to no female representation on Raw is that it was being saved for the Royal Rumble. Personally, I think we've got two separate issues. I think we can have the conversation about the lack of female representation on Raw 30 without it having to bleed over into the presence of legends on Royal Rumble. Personally, I'm actually excited that they did not depend on the legends at this year's Royal Rumble match. Again, it speaks to the depth of the women's roster, and there were enough spaces for some surprises that honestly made more sense and gave us the opportunity to believe that any of those surprises and entrants could have walked out winning the Royal Rumble match. Speaking of surprise entrance, we saw a number of things happen that were exciting. Let's talk about the return of Asuka. Now, for those who have not followed Asuka's career, the entrance that Asuka had, the new face paint, is reminiscent of who she was before she came to WWE as Kana. She was amazing. She was legendary. And we got all of the Kana vibes on this, which obviously popped the audience. A bit of new music for Asuka, a new attitude. And I am excited about the idea of Asuka returning to her former glory. Remember, this is the first ever women's Royal Rumble match winner back in 2018. We saw the return of Piper Niven, the artist formerly known as Dewdrop. Now, if you had not heard, Piper did an interview on Friday where she talked about where she's been and where she had been was she was actually out with a very serious health issue. She had a very challenging bout with COVID that began compromising her heart. And so there were many heart tests that were done, et cetera, et cetera. She got the clean bill of health. And so she returned to the WWE and got her name back. For those who don't remember, she was Piper Niven in NXT UK. And of course, that went away when she came to the main roster and was called Dewdrop. But I'm so glad that that era is over. Welcome back, Piper Niven. Then we saw the debut or the re-entry of Chelsea Green. Chelsea Green, who has done quite the number in the independent world, certainly in Impact Wrestling, showing up in the NWA as well, has finally appeared in WWE. Now, the funny part is her entrance was longer than her time spent in the Rumble as she was literally in and out, and I don't mean an L.A. burger. She made her way in and quickly made her way out, what more will we see from Chelsea Green? I think time will tell, but I'm excited to at least see her make an appearance in the Royal Rumble match. And then, literally and figuratively, one of the biggest surprises in all of Royal Rumble is the return of Nia Jax at number 30, no less. This was big for a number of reasons. We've not seen Nia Jax in a WWE ring in a year and a half. And at one point after her release, she pretty much swore she wasn't wrestling again. She was made an offer last year to appear in the Royal Rumble match. And she was very, very public about how 
quote unquote insulting that said offer was to her. So now we're asking ourselves, is Nia Jax officially back in the WWE? And it seems as though she is, as believe it or not, there's actually merch right now for Nia Jax. That's right. She's got a t-shirt right now in WWE shop, which means if you're in the shop, you're likely back. So welcome back, Nia Jax. By the way, if you've not checked out WWEshop.com, they've got some pretty amazing things in there. I think it's about time for me to make a purchase. I haven't done that in a minute. Time for me to do that. Back then to the Royal Rumble with all of these folks in space, with all of these folks in place, literally anything could have happened. And so, as we mentioned during the Men's Royal Rumble, this Royal Rumble was also used to continue to push storylines build stars, and inject a lot of cool things into people's characters. For instance, it seemed as though we got a resurgence of damage control. Damage control had not really been doing all of the things that we thought they would do at SummerSlam, but now they are. They were dominant in this Royal Rumble match. As a unit, it was amazing to watch, and it showed the power of a faction. I really, really enjoyed that. So, moving a storyline along, Becky Lynch eliminates most of damage control. Bailey eliminates Becky Lynch. I honestly would love to see Bailey versus Becky at WrestleMania. Talk about two of the four horsewomen getting a major match at WrestleMania. It is well-deserved. From there, again, a lot of other really cool things. What a great showing for Piper Niven, being able to shed off all things Dewdrop. I thought it was a great showing for Nia Jax, who again shocked the world, but I also thought it was amazing that all of the women would then gather up to eliminate her. That was really, really dope. And of course, Rhea Ripley winning the Royal Rumble, really establishing herself. This is someone who has not really had very many matches in the women's division in the last year or so because she's been the heavy, of course, for the Judgment Day. So this creates a lot of wonderful opportunities in terms of what could happen for WrestleMania for the women. Will Rhea choose to challenge Bianca or will she choose to challenge Charlotte? There's history in both of those spaces that make either Either of those matches exciting to see all of the new superstars that we saw return from Asuka aka Kana to the former Dewdrop Piper Niven to Nia Jax to the implement to the infusion of the NXT women superstars lots of great things to take away from this women's Royal Rumble match but if that wasn't enough then we get the WWE Universal Championship match between Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns. The match itself was phenomenal. So let's talk a bit about this match. One of the intriguing pieces about this match would be where would Sami Zayn fall into this? We were waiting pretty much all night to discover what is the final test that Roman Reigns would give to Sami Zayn. Roman earlier in the show told Sami, you're going to stick with me all night long, which meant Sami would not be in the Royal Rumble match. So that was interesting in and of itself. Then from there, an amazing match between Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens. It got extremely violent at the end with Roman getting the win over Kevin Owens. And so then when this thing was over, 
that's when everything got really, really, really lit. So, of course, Roman Reigns is putting the boots to Kevin Owens. They've handcuffed him. They've just damaged him beyond belief, to which Sammy steps in and is like, okay, hey, listen, we've done enough. We can stop now. This is beneath you. You don't have to do it. And that's when we get the final test. The final test for Sami Zayn is will you hit Kevin Owens with this chair? And it got very physical. Ultimately, Sami Zayn did not do it. He would end up striking Roman Reigns. Things just got crazy. Jay Uso leaves like it was nuts. Let me just say this. I want to analyze this bloodline situation, but I'll save that for another show because we're running long. What I will say is I hope you are appreciating the history that you are seeing before you. As of right now, the clips of the ending of that match from WWE on their socials alone have hit over 20 million Views. So for all of the people who make arguments about the ratings, etc., etc., WWE is far less concerned about the ratings and far more concerned about their presence on social media. That's why they don't talk about the ratings, but they talk about what happens on the socials. And so with over 20 million views as of right now, probably more by the time you hear this, needless to say, this is successful. We are living in an incredible era with one of the greatest storylines in the history of this sport. Certainly the greatest in the modern era. Many are arguing it's greater than the NWO. I personally would agree with that because the NWO in its inception was pretty amazing, but literally four months in, it had gotten convoluted, it got too big, it was popular, but it was certainly diluted. The bloodline right now, that story is hotter than it's ever been, and the options in terms of where it could go are incredible. Now, let me just remind you of a few things. Many are shocked that we did not see Naomi in the Women's Rumble. I'm shocked too. Somehow, Naomi did not make it to WWE. I don't know if this means that she's done with WWE, if there's more negotiations potentially to happen. I don't know. But many of us said if she was going to come back, Royal Rumble was the right place to pull the trigger and she needed to win. That didn't happen. Many were surprised that we did not see The Rock show up at the Royal Rumble. And they've already written, and I say they, being the internet wrestling community, have already written out The Rock at WrestleMania. I want to say a couple of things to that before we get out of here. Number one, WWE deserves incredible credit. And here's why. They deserve incredible credit simply because they have managed to keep us talking about what's happening in ring and their in ring content to the point where we're not even talking about all of the rumors of sales. That's massive. That's huge, given the absolute firestorm that happened with the concept of Vince McMahon returning, things being on sale, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Secondly, the fact that all of these things that we thought could happen that didn't happen. Naomi returning, The Rock showing up, et cetera, et cetera. None of those things happened. Yet Royal Rumble is still trending. It's still being talked about favorably. Again, kudos to WWE. Now I want to remind you of something and be that guy. And here's what I want to tell you. Never negate the twists and turns that can happen on the road to WrestleMania. And right now, 
penciled in. It's Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns for the WWE Universal Championship. But we have a major stop that's about to happen, and that's Elimination Chamber. Elimination Chamber is happening in Montreal, Quebec, Canada. That happens to be the home of Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Do you not realize that we could be looking at Sami Zayn versus Roman Reigns at Elimination Chamber? Or better yet, a six-man challenge for the Universal Championship that somehow features Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Have you not considered that Sami Zayn could be the one to dethrone Roman Reigns and it's Sami versus Cody at WrestleMania? Or we could look at Sami facing Roman on either night one or night two of WrestleMania. Or picture this. Can you imagine The Rock actually showing up at Elimination Chamber? I just threw a couple of scenarios out there for you to chew on. But yeah, needless to say, lots of things can happen. So with all of that said, family, I hope you've enjoyed this special two-part look at the Royal Rumble Premium Live event where WWE absolutely hit a home run. Is it the greatest Royal Rumble ever? You could argue it's the greatest Royal Rumble event from start to finish without question. I think in time we'll be able to tell, but the way we're feeling right now, we've witnessed some amazing things. Now the road to WrestleMania gets extremely interesting. What's going to happen with the Usos? With Jay walking out, will they still be tag team champions? Is Jay going back to being main event Jay? Is the bloodline fractured? Where does Sammy go? Where does Kevin go? What happens? All of these are great, great questions, which we get to answer in the next few days, weeks, and months. And that's why we love what's happening at WWE. I want to get your theories and thoughts. Hit us up right now on the socials at The Faction Show. Until next time, family, representing for my good brothers, Courtney Beard, Brandon Clack, and the fourth horseman, John Murray. I am Gerard Bonner, and this is The Faction. I need my pain.